Magandang araw po sa inyong lahat, mga kababayan. Welcome to episode 13 of Usapang Pinoy, a Georgia Asian Times podcast. Exciting na day na naman po ito dahil patuloy tayong nakakatulong sa ating mga kapwa. Sa araw na ito, pag-uusapan natin ang isa sa mga mental health issues at ang ating pong guest speaker ay ang mahal nating si Dr. Cecil Pasyon Bregman, a child and adolescent psychiatrist. Pero bago ko pa siya uh, i-introduce sa inyo, uh, I want to remind you to watch out for the Georgia Asian Times webinar scheduled on February 25th. And this is about Asian hate and racism and what have we learned. This is from 11 o'clock to 12.15 p.m. and it's virtual Zoom. And the link to the Zoom is found in GAT at georgiaasiantimes.com slash hhy6. Yun lang po. <coughs> My other announcement is, uh, abangan po ninyo ang Filipino Kalayaan Committee I uh, very busy doing their preparation for uh, celebration of June 12. Ang, ang um, national chairman, po, ang chairman po ng kalayaan is uh, Maria Isabel Thompson. And ang ating pong guest ay ang dati pong chairman ng kalayaan in, I believe, 2018. But she's gonna, she's gonna correct me here in a minute. So, without further ado, <laughs> gusto ko pang ipakilala <laughs> si Dr. Cecil Pasyon Bregman, who is a psychiatrist and specializes in child and adolescent psychiatry. She provides treatments for special conditions and issues such as depression, bipolar disorder, anxiety and mood disorders, PTSD, behavioral issues, anger, and today she will talk about suicide prevention. And Dr. Bregman is, a cert is certified with the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology, Child and Adolescent Psychi Psychiatry, and also an adult, um, she's board certified in <coughs> general psychology. She is a graduate of the University of the Philippines, Manila, College of Medicine, Doctor of Medicine. And she finished her residency in psychiatry in the New York Presbyterian Hospital, Columbia Universal Medical Center, University Medical Center, and finished her fellowship in adolescent and child psychiatry in NYU. So I am so proud to present to you Dr. Cecil Bregman. Welcome, po, Doctor. Hi Jane, kumusta? Mabuti po kayo. Good, good. Yeah, so I'm glad to be able to um, give information regarding suicide. As you know, suicide and depression is on the rise. There's a lot of families whose family member or friend who committed suicide were caught off guard. And most of these families are hurting, disappointed, embarrassed, and ashamed. And why is that? Because people are not talking about depression, other mental health disorders, and suicide because of the stigma. You're all familiar with stigma. I'm sure a lot of us have experienced that. Stigma is something that is universal. It's not just among Filipinos or Asian Americans. Um, there's a lot of stigma in Black 
African-American community as well. A lot of them are told not to get mental health treatment. So because of this rise in depression and suicide, it is time to talk about suicide because most mental health disorders are treatable and suicide is preventable. But first, let me tell you why we need information in suicide. Alam nyo ba, the age group that is the highest risk for suicide are those in the 45 and above. But the second highest group that's at risk are the 18 to 25 year old. So they're young. Mm -hmm. There are more men, three times more men, likely to commit suicide than women. Other interesting statistics regarding Asian Americans is that suicide is the eighth ocho leading cause of death versus suicide is only the 11th cause of death for all the other racial groups combined. Wow. It's the second cause of death in 15 to 34-year-old Asian Americans. So we have we explored or has anybody explored why that is? Or is it because I, I was thinking while, while you were telling us the st statistics that is it because of our culture that most of uh, most often and then you talked about sig stigma too that we sweep it under the rug and when when you talk about mental health issues in the Philippine community ang unang sasabihin nila ay baliw diba That's right. I mean we all grew up knowing the stigma. Right. Even up to now, even up to now you would hear family, you know, friends whose family member committed suicide and your friend wouldn't want to talk about it. Because of the stigma, mm -hmm. patients, I mean, other people turn, tend to reject you or exclude you or even put you down if one of your family members has known mental illness. Right. And they're saying, uh, it runs in the family, right? I remember That's that right. from growing up. Yeah. Yes. And it's still true now. People still think that way. Right. Which is yeah. sad. Um, it is really sad. Asian American adults' lifetime rate of suicidal thoughts is about 8.6%. And although it's lower than those of the national lifetime estimate, okay? Mm -hmm. The Asian American women have higher lifetime rate of suicidal thoughts compared to that of the general U.S. population. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that even among Asian American adults, those ages 18 to 34 has the highest rate of suicidal thoughts. Wow. And about 4.4% has thought about doing something and about 3.8% attempted to kill themselves. So that's high. It's also interesting to note that Asian American um, college students were more likely than white American students 
to have had suicidal thoughts and to attempt suicide. I think there's more pressure mm-hmm. on the Asian American students, college students. Right. And of course, the stigma preventing them to get the proper help. That's but right. But I have something, you know, information about a study done on Filipinos in 2007. Mm-hmm. This study was done by doctors Sanchez and Dow, who showed that young Filipino women are more likely to have thoughts of suicide than most minorities. My goodness. Yeah. But the rate of suicide attempts among Filipinos are lower than the rate among Caucasians and other Asian groups. And you know what they said that the reason for that, the lower rates of suicide, is mostly attributed to the influence of Catholicism in the Filipino culture Mm. and because of our strong social support from extended families. You see, a lot of families have their lolos and lolas living with them or aunts and uncles near them. Right. It's also the close-knit families, extended families and friends in um, the community. Yes. Support. Well, in our culture, even just close family friends are called titos and titas. Right, right, exactly. Yes. So, go ahead. Go on. I, I was going to ask you, with all the statistics that you have uh, presented, and um, h- how can you prevent suicide? Like, if um, a friend, if a friend of mine, if I suspect that she's having thoughts of harming herself or killing herself how can you prevent that okay well um that's ahead way ahead Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i want to tell you how we can prevent suicide first Mm -hmm. is we have to know the high risk group people who are more likely to have depression or even think about suicide second we need to know what the warning signs and symptoms are. And then we also have to make it more difficult for the person to commit suicide, which means putting away your gun. Mm -hmm. Or for some people, they don't like having a gun at home. Also putting away a lot of tablets, pills. You know, some families just put it in the kitchen available to be used by anyone so that's not a good practice and of course there are uh, preventive measures and to answer your question if you know someone who is suicidal you need to convince that person to get help but i can talk to you about that more later okay so Who are these people who are at high risk? These are the ones that had previous suicide attempts. You know, Sabinila, once they did it, it's not uncommon that they will try again a second time or a third time. Also, people with a history of psychiatric disorders. So if there's depression or anxiety, they 
are at very high risk of committing suicide. In fact, 80% of those who attempted suicide are people who had prior mental health disorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, prevalence meaning anxiety is high in people in 18 years old and above, about 11.2% of that population. Another group that you have to watch out for are those with a family history of suicide and mental illness. I'm sure a lot of us have heard that as we were growing up. Right. Yeah. And people who have chronic or terminal medical illness are also more prone to think about suicide. And those with severe debilitating medical illness. So those who are paralyzed or those who have been severe pain, they also think about suicide. In fact, in Asian Americans, men with this medical problem are at high risk commit suicide compared to those without chronic medical illness. Mm-hmm. Another group that you have to watch out for are those who recently felt rejected, either emotionally from a family member or rejected by somebody they are in intimate relationship with or those who had recent losses, big losses, like Mm -hmm. financial. Those with history of physical, sexual, emotional abuse or those who have witnessed abuse are also at high risk. We're often hearing now that People commit suicide by just abusing their prescribed medication. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's how some people do it. Uh, it's also not uncommon for people with severe diabetes to use their medication to kill themselves. Some of them will just give themselves a lot of insulin than what they would need. Oh, wow. Yeah. So people who are on drugs, alcohol. um, Or a combination. Crack, Mm -hmm. all that, are at high risk of committing suicide because when they're under the influence, they don't think clearly. Mm -hmm. And and they don't have that uh, filter to control their emotions and their anger. Right. So what in young I'm yeah, sorry, go, go ahead. On. Go ahead. I was I was gonna no, ask what's what are the warning warning signs that you should watch for? Um okay. You know, about seventy five percent of those who commit suicide give warning signs. A lot of them would often say I'm going to kill myself or I'm just going to cut myself 
or, you know, take an overdose of medication. If you know somebody who's Googling ways to kill themselves, you mm. know that's a warning sign, right? Right, right. And some of them, of course, they would go ahead, buy a gun, or start piling up their medication. That's a warning sign. Mm -hmm. Another warning sign is giving away possessions, even if there's no reason. You know, not just because maliit na yung damit nila, or they're tired of wearing the same shoe or purse, but rather because they just start giving away their possessions. And right. of course, another obvious warning sign is a preoccupation with death or dying or violence. So meaning, palagi nilang iniisip yun or palagi nilang uh, sinasali sa kanilang conversation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's almost like and an then, obsession. And then of course, there are those who would say goodbye to people. They would say, oh, I won't see you anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. And a very important hallmark uh, or a warning sign for suicide is the feeling of hopelessness when they feel that they have no more reason to live mm -hmm. or when they feel that they're, they're trapped. Right. Okay. And those, of course, with drastic mood swings, with severe depression or anxiety or feeling despondent. Uh, ano ba sa Tagalog ang despondent? <laughs> uh, yung, yung parang wala ng pag-asa, parang wala ng, wala ng kabuhay-buhay. Uh, right. Yeah. That's it. Thank you. You're welcome. And those, of course, who are doing risky or self-destructive behaviors, like suddenly driving so fast erratically in the highway at mm -hmm. high speed when they're not usually like that or um, bungee, bungee jumping, jumping. <laughs> when I, they're already in their 60s and, and, and they're uh, fragile. Right. You know. I, I did that, yeah, but I was in my 20s. <laughs> I was what? going to ask you, um, I said I did bungee jumping, but I was in my 20s then, so. No, I, that's fine. You were fine. <laughs> I you were capable of doing that. <laughs> so when, the first thing, when you said that um, they would verbalize, like, I want to kill myself, or now, I, mm -hmm. it just crossed my mind, um, when they do that, and they, they're saying that as a joke, do we also, is that a red flag as well? Even if they're saying it as like, kind of kidding around, like, I'm just going to kill myself if this goes on or something. Yes, I would take that. I would still take that into account. Mm -hmm. Because some of them would say it in a joking way. Mm -hmm. And to see if people would even notice or if people would even say, hey, my problem, right. you know? Right. Yeah. So it's not up to us to decide Oh, hindi yan suicidal, palaging nakatawa. Mm -hmm. You need to get that person an evaluation. Let the mental health professionals, you know, assess that. 
Right. Okay. Not everyone have the same warning sign. Mm-hmm. Some people, you wouldn't know they were suicidal or that they had severe depression or anxiety. Because some people, if they really mean to kill themselves, will not give any warning sign. Right. So yeah. I guess it's important to... Um get immediate help for for people that we know need help or I, I, do you have any resources that we, you can share to get immediate help? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so if somebody is actively suicidal, meaning mm-hmm. he knows when to do it, how to do it, um, or have a date when to do it, you need to call 911. Mm-hmm. Another resource is you call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, and that is 1-800-273-8255. Let me repeat that, 1-800-273-8255. Some people don't like talking, meaning... um verbalizing so they would rather chat they can do that too you text whom h-o-m-e to 741-741 so if you like texting just text home to 741-741 we know that there's a lot of veterans who have committed suicide and that's another group that is really at high risk. Mm -hmm. So for veterans, there is a crisis line. It's 1-800-273-8255 or text 838255. Now, there are those that would just say, oh, I'm thinking of hurting myself or I'm thinking of Killing myself, maybe when this and that happens, meaning they're not actively having a plan. So for those, you need to have them reach out to a loved one or a close friend. If you're that person, find somebody you trust and then see your doctor or a mental health professional. Or talk to your priest, to your spiritual leader, or to a minister, as well as call the suicide hotline. So even if you're not actively planning on doing it right that moment, please call the suicide hotline. Well, thank you. This is such a very serious topic, and I'm, I, I have so many questions in my mind, and I'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there who have questions. And um, what I'm planning to do, Doc, is um, can we schedule you in the next couple of weeks? Because we want to dig deeper into these topics, and then plus we want to continue on with, with depression and the other other um, areas that I want you to talk about or that we want you to talk about. Would that be okay? Sure. 
Yeah. I like giving information. Yeah, because like, I mean, just just those big, um, you know, topics that you talked about, I want to kind of dig in some more into some of those um, uh, information that you provided because this is this is a really heavy, serious topic that's very important to the Filipino community and to the Asian community. So um, in the meantime, I, I am going to let you go for now. And, um, okay. and then we will reschedule for um, the second and the third series because you're going to be a regular from now on. So, um, <laughs> yeah, and maraming salamat po. I mean, this is really a huge, huge help to our community. Maraming salamat po, Doc. And, um, you're welcome. We salamat po, mga kababayan, sa pakikinig sa ating paboritong Dr. Cecil Bregman. Um, <clears throat> she gave us, she provided us a lot of very useful information about suicide and mental health and we will definitely have her back again in the next couple of weeks sa ngayon po babalik po tayo sa ating mga fan facts and I want to talk about two individuals who are, um, we consider Filipino pride, the first one is Jet Tolentino he is a Filipino entertainer producer based in New York City who has won three Tony Awards since his Broadway debut in March 2013. And that one was for Best Play. And he received his first Grammy Award in February 2017 for Best Musical Theater Album, Lingua Franca. It's, it was a documentary in 2019. Um, it was a Venice film entry. And it was about an undocumented Filipina struggling to avoid deporta deportation. Pero siya po, he transitioned from uh, stage to, um, to the film. He uh, is set to do his first directing debut on Asian Persuasion. It's a romantic comedy set to shoot in 2022 in New York City. So he was the youngest child of a jeepney driver and a beautician who lived sa squatters po sa Iloilo, Philippines. So ang sabi niya, which is very impressive, poverty is not a death sentence. And I am living proof of that. Dreaming is free. Why settle for less? O diba po, it's a very, it's a very powerful statement. Yung pangalawa po is Danilo Villanueva Jr., he is the founder of a world-class Filipino watch brand. He puts his successful advertising career sa tabi, on hold, sa isang taon, to launch Makina, and that is the Filipino watch brand. And he chose Makina because it sounds masculine and it connotes strength. So the Makina timepieces are very classy, professional-looking, and elegant. And since its launch... Um, in its launching in 2017, Makina has released a total of 10 different models, the latest of which is the Makina Raum, or Raum, however you pronounce that. So Dan was born in Quezon City, studied grade school in Hong Kong, high school in Australia, and college in the United States because his dad used to work for Philip Morris, which required his parents to be based in different countries. So yun po, palakpakan sa dalawa nating Filipino pride. Um, ngayon po, I'm going to switch gears and talk about the last of the Filipino traditions we hardly perform anymore. Kung natatandaan po ninyo na we, we were talking about the first 10 in each episodes for the last few episodes. So itong last po, and this makes me sad, yung pagmamano, 
and they call it la mano or mano. It's the act of placing the back of an elder's hand on your forehead as a sign of respect. And kids, no mga bata tayo, they taught to do this as a way to greet their the elders, like uh, parents, grandparents, uncles, aunties, even even parents' uh, friends. So um, this is now replaced with what they call beso beso, and ju- people just hug and kiss each other on the lips. And it, it kind of, I want to bring that back, and that's the reason why some of the Philippine communities, like Phil um, of Greater Atlanta, have this yearly mano during their Christmas um, uh, program. And I think that is very important because y- you hardly see that anymore, especially in the community here in th- in, in the United States. And when I go home in, in the islands, to the islands, um, bihira, bihira na rin po ninyong makikita yung mga, <coughs> excuse me, nagmamano, um, especially sa Manila. You can still see them, witness them uh, being done in the provinces. So yun po yung last ng ating mga Filipino traditions we hardly perform anymore. So um, I'm switching to Philippine taboo topics. Yung una po is uh, atheism. Many Pinoys also look down on the idea of atheism and other similar religious stances that question the existence of God. Ang dahilan po niyan ay napakarami pong uh, katoliko. Majority are Catholics. So people, when people start talking about their absence of faith, they are normally admonished to tone down your irreligio, <laughs> irreligiosity. <laughs> you napapagalitan ka. And um, again, and this is very related to our uh, guest pod- podcaster's topic today. The other taboo topic is mental health. And too many Filipinos are still closed-minded whenever it comes to mental illnesses. All are close-minded. A lot of times, people with ADHD, like uh, that's the attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, they have often been misunderstood as lazy, tamad lang yan, eccentric, baliw yan, and stupid, tatanga-tanga kasi. But, um, so that's the stigma that Dr. Bregman was talking about because you're labeled as something else when you have a mental health issue. And for others who suffer way more dreadful conditions, they are discriminated against and outcasted and often dismissed as, like we said earlier, baliw or insane. This is why we want to bring this topic to the forefront of our discussion. So expect to hear more about mental health and um, other topics about uh, mental health issues and how we address them. So important po especially under the current conditions and uh, under the current posture that we are in nowadays. So, meron po akong uh, isang corny Filipino jo- joke. <laughs> Yan na naman. Si Juan nakakuha ng 99% sa exam niya. So the teacher said, ang score ni Juan sa exam ay 99%. O si Juan biglang nagyabang. Ang sabi niya, o ano, kaya niyo yan? Hindi pa ako nag-review niyan. Wag na kayong mag-aral. Kung ako sa inyo, umuwi na lang kayo. Mga low IQ, mga utak manok kayo. Nangingitlog na naman kayo. Sinasayang lang ninyo ang mga tuition fee ninyo. So, <laughs> the teacher says, Okay, Juan got 99%. The rest of the class got 100%. <laughs> so, pagkatapos niyang nagyabang, lalaman niya na siya pala yung kulelat. So, 
All right, it's time for me to go. But before that, I'm going to give you a couple of inspiring quotes. The first one is, and this is in light of the uh, Valentine's month, a successful marriage requires falling in love many times, always with the same person. And this is by Mignon McLaughlin, who's a writer. The second one is to be fully seen by somebody and then be, be, I'm sorry, excuse me, to be fully seen by somebody and then still be loved. Anyhow, this is a human offering that can border on miraculous. In other words, sa Tagalog, kung nakita kanya sa, sa worst possible um, na pagkatao mo and still loves you, and that's, um, that's miraculous. And this is by Elizabeth Gilbert. And the third and last one, there is a saying in Tibetan, or Tibetan, that says, at the door of a miserable rich man sleeps the contented beggar. Let that sink in. The point of this saying is not that poverty is a virtue, but that happiness does not come from wealth or come with wealth, but from setting limits to one's desires and living within those limits with satisfaction. And that's from Dalai Lama. So ngayon, panahon na naman para magpaalam. Tandaan po ninyong mag-sign up for subscriptions sa Usapang Pinoy Georgia. I'm sorry, usapangpinoyga at gmail.com. All we need is your first name, last name, telephone number, and email for the automatic release of the podcast to your emails. Hanggang sa muli po, paalam muna sa ngayon. Mga origat classic Sariling atin lang Pinoy